Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I wish you were here. You are here with us. Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can always find it on the Nuwana's Now podcast, which is probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. I have not had coffee since August. Really? And I just drank a triple shot iced Americano. Now, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go out on a limb and brag that I haven't had any caffeine. Right, because you drink all your energy I haven't had any coffee. Why? You know, I was just feeling like, okay, so health journey. I didn't drink for like seven months. Mm -hmm. And I was definitely replacing the buzz of the booze with the coffee. Oh, okay. Coffee's just the most accessible thing. Like if you have any sort of caffeine drink, the chances of you having multiple of them is very negligible. Mm -hmm. But if you have coffee, you just, the chance of you having too much coffee is high. Got it. You know what I mean? Like you drink your triple shot of my iced Americano like I just did from Florence Coffee, by the way. No Florence Coffee Company Friday uh, this week or next week because we're off the air. Uh, But I'm drinking my Floco here on a Tuesday. But then you you drink it, but then there's a whole pot of coffee back there. You're like, well, I already had coffee, so I'll have some more coffee. And then all of a sudden... See, I don't do that with coffee. Just because you drink these mangled things of Coke Zero. I drink two (laughs) cups of coffee in the morning while I'm getting ready. I don't even finish the second cup. So you guys have such self-discipline. See, here's my problem is no matter what I drink, I have no problem not drinking no matter what it is. As soon as I start drinking it, though, I just don't want to stop drinking it no matter what it is. Yeah, I just don't. I think I don't like coffee enough for that mm. to be like Well, my... me neither. I hate coffee. I just love the feeling. Okay. Like people ask me, why do you drink iced coffee during the winter? It's because I'm here to get, I want it in my veins. Interesting. Drink it as fast as you can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. We are I very just drink, different. I just drank a triple shot iced Americano and I am through the roof. Yes, this is, we can tell. You asked, you're like, why are you so happy? Yeah. I was like, well, because I, I drank you coffee. You do have a big smile on your face uh, today. Here we are. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, a lot to get to with yes, you today. a lot. Uh, this is the last Chicken Doesn't Know Sports of the year. First and foremost, we are definitely getting better at yoga. Oh, yeah, for sure. Usually, Carol and I show up at different times, so it's very rare that we actually get to be next to each other. She's always early, so she's in the back. I'm always late, so I'm up front. I must apologize to anybody that possibly listens to this that goes to those classes. I'm sorry <laughs> you have to watch me up front. Or hear you. I mean, you know, I'm a deep breather, you yes. know? Uh, it's just how it goes. But we're definitely getting better. I agree. I My planks are pretty much top-notch. My, my core is feeling good. Yeah. yeah no, no I definitely feel a lot stronger. Yep. Hot yes. house yoga, yep. by the way. Yep. Um, listen, it's going to be like negative 40 on Thursday. I already signed up for that lunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, hot core power, whatever it is, ju- just to be inside that hot yoga studio. I cannot wait. Uh, thanks to Hot House and uh, the Hype House and uh, Nutrition on Reserve and Elevate Nutrition, all of them, as football now winds down. Last football Saturday is last Saturday, but... Uh, I'm uh, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of myself. You know, I, usually, I know. Usually, you know, when you're cutting, you have so much stuff on your plate, and 
it's so easy to just say, well, I'm just going to cut the workouts out. And I, I kept dedicated to it this fall for the first time in 10 years, probably. And I feel great. Feel Are you going to better. continue into 2023? Oh, yeah. No, actually, now I have so much momentum because if yeah. I, I figure if I can work out four days a week when I'm working 100 hours a week, when it goes down to 70 hours a week of work, I can work yeah. out every day. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So I think I'm going to get a little membership over at the YMCA, too, oh, so I can you. play basketball with my nephews. Oh, cute. And uh, swim and stuff, you know? And uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping my goal is to go six days a week. I'm thinking two to three at the Hype House, two yogas, and then and one then one just time. Just kind of fun, free time. Hanging whatever. out, yeah. you know, walking around the and track. That's great. Nice. I'm excited because um, January for me, a lot of people do New Year's resolutions and give up. And I never, I work out all the, like all year round. So yeah. I'm not excited for all the people that are going to be there just to like kick off the new year. But I, I'm excited because everybody deserves a new fresh start. Sure. So I try and not be judgy when, you know, the classes are packed and you can't get in, you can't get on the treadmill. Don't worry, everybody. What do they say? The average New Year's resolution lasts 17 Two weeks. days. Yeah, something like that. So <laughs> hopefully. The, fu- the funniest part is like psychology says that a habit will stick after three weeks. So yeah, if you could just It's so going. funny that people quit like I know. literally a week short. A of week short. I know. It's crazy when you're going but happy holidays to everyone and you know eat the cookies drink the wine and enjoy yourself so you're gonna go uh hang out by the ski hill for christmas right yeah drama in phillipsburg as of today what so phillipsburg and drummond have co-opted for football. So yes. a lot of little schools, they don't have enough boys, so they, they combine so they can have enough boys even just to play eight-man football. But for whatever reason, there's enough high school boys that play football there in Drummond and Phillipsburg that they've had like 25 to 30 kids on the team, which is an enormous amount for, for eight-man yeah. football. And so the MHSA audited it, and they determined that the average eight-man football team has 21 players, and that Drummond-Phillipsburg, the Flint Creek co-op, has averaged... 28 to 30 players over the last couple of years. So they're not going to let them co-op anymore. Oh, wow. So that's actually a big bummer, I think, probably for the Phillipsburg kids because... Because you Drummond, said Drummond always has a good... They're always been really good. Yeah. I, it's amazing that there's like a 300-person town that just has 20 great football players all the time, but they do, and it's uh, it's cool. Uh, but that's going to be a bummer for the Phillipsburg kids, I think. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. Well, I will. Um, maybe they just don't co-op and they, those kids just transfer to Drummond and they just drive there. Maybe. Maybe was it 20 minutes? Yeah, I would say about 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad drive, except you go through that little valley, but that's yeah. okay. Huh. Interesting. Well, you'll have to give me the scuttle if any of the locals I will are see what I hear it. at the old Seven Gables or at uh, <laughs> Phillipsburg Brewery this weekend or this uh, week. Nice. Well, Chicken Does No Sports here on ESPN Radio. It's presented by Buff City Soap. What do you got? What's your year-end analysis here? Well, I just first, before we start anything, I just want to know if anyone has checked in on Jacoby Myers today. Is what's he, he okay? Doing? I don't know what's his deal. You don't know what happened on, Saturday, no on Sunday? Uh-uh. I'm telling you the news? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't really know either, but he <laughs> did a really bad play. So the Patriots and the Raiders were tied. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And then three seconds from overtime, he ran a draw play instead of taking a knee. I don't know what this means. All I know is the other team got the ball and, and scored a 48-yard touchdown. This is at the end of the Patriots game? Is this what yes. you're talking about? With the Raiders? Yeah, they... <laughs> They ran like a hook and ladder, and and Chandler Jones intercepted it and returned it for a touchdown. Why are you saying you didn't know? I literally... Well, I just didn't know the Jacoby Myers part of it. He's the one who ran the play. Got it. And then they interviewed him at the end, like after, and he was so sad. Yeah, I bet he was. I felt so bad for him. Like, 
I want to know what goes through an athlete of, at that caliber, yeah. how they recover from that. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough for sure. I mean, that was an impactful play, too, because the Patriots are sort of in the mix for playoffs, and that might that might cost them. So we'll see. Okay, well, this is great intel. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How do athletes recover from that? Man, you're like one of the only people, justifiably, that cares about Jacoby Myers. It's funny. I He was so sad. For like, sure. I watched his interview, and I just wanted to give him a big hug. Yeah, I mean, the NFL's so cutthroat that I think that the way that they recover from it is they realize that if they screw up like that again, you're just going to get fired. But you wouldn't get fired one time, would you? Or could you? Uh, it just depends on what you've done up to that point. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to cut him on the spot, but it certainly doesn't help for the next round, like in the offseason or whatever. But, I mean, he's, I don't know, Jacoby Myers is a fine NFL player, I would say, so I think that his status on the roster is probably fine. Okay, well, I just... um I just wish him well this holiday season. I felt really bad. I hope he has a good support system. Jacoby Myers, <laughs> moment in the sun here on uh, ESPN Missoula. Uh, what else you got? All right. So I got a text from my friend Jen, who has really become a contributor to this show yeah. in the last couple She's weeks. loyal fan. Loyal fan. Sorry listens. it hasn't been on. Yeah, she was pretty uh, PO'd yesterday when we didn't have a show last week. Well, just don't worry, Jen. Uh, my vacation time always lands on the end of the year, and then uh, we'll be back for the new year, and then I won't be off for like 10 months. So you'll have plenty of Chicka Does No Sports. I told her to go back to the archive and listen to some vintage. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Chick who does no sports. But she sends me a text that says, it's like a meme, and it says, Tom Brady was 89-0 and 0 when leading by 17 or more at home. Not anymore, because they were playing the Bengals. She lives That's in right. Ohio. What, who comes up with these stats? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What do you heard. mean? That's a good stat. Why does it matter when leading by 17 or more? What does that mean? Tell me. Well, 17 is just a huge lead. It's a three-score lead. Okay. And they were up 17 to nothing. And then so they lost? And then they lost. What if they were up 22 and, oh, is that could that be a score? Sure. I mean, anything can be a score. Like, wh- why 17, though? It's just the stat t- just makes me laugh. Like, uh, who comes up with, like, um, okay, now he's at 89 and, oh, oh there's 17 like, or There's, more. like, a lot of people that that's their job is to come up with stats like that. Like, they get paid to do that? Oh, yeah. Get out. Uh, oh, yeah. Really? ESPN has a whole statistician team of like thousands of people that come up with stuff like that. Yeah. Nerd alert. <laughs> okay. Well, I just found it funny. And then she said, until they played the Bengals this afternoon. Yeah. I just find. Well, the Bengals rallied from a 17 nothing deficit. They won. It was. Uh, so why don't if, we. If you read into it, it was actually like a pretty, uh, you know, I think it was a, a moment for sure. Why don't Cause we. Because the, like, the, the guy that everybody wants to be the next Tom Brady is Joe Burrow, the quarterback for the Bengals. And so then the fact that he. Like, Tom Brady looked like the Tom Brady of old in this game, and Twitter's going off. Like, and Tom Brady had the great comeback two weeks ago, so people are like, oh, don't count out the GOAT. They're going to make a run because they're still in it for the playoffs because that division just sucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they the the door slams shut. And uh, Okay, but what if we— It's like a passing of the torch kind what of. What if we, instead of focusing on Tom Brady, said, look at this amazing comeback for the Bengals. Right. And Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, uh, why wouldn't, why well, do we I care, mean, you know? Haven't you I, been following along here? I like know. The, this, it's just the stats are so random and weird to me. Uh, yeah, right. But the, the, how do you explain this the best without being mean? Are you being mean to me? No. Oh, I was going to say, go The ahead. American public is dumb. Therefore, <laughs> excuse me. Therefore, the mass, the, the commentators, all the storylines are the most easily palatable storylines. Mm-hmm. That's why they're always the same. 
So they're never going to stop talking about Tom Brady until it's dead and gone. It's always going to be through the lens of Tom Brady. Okay. Well, I just... I agree. Why isn't it the other side of the coin? I didn't text her back and she said, did you get this text? And I was like, yeah, I didn't understand it. It made no sense to me. And then I had to reread it like, okay, so now we're counting how many games he's been 17 and 0 in. It's amazing. You have a sports talk radio segment (laughs) and you don't even understand the validity of these stats. Chicken doesn't know sports here on ESPN Radio. I mean, 17 is a big lead. Like, the reason that the number is 17 is because that's two touchdowns and a field goal, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a big lead. How so, many games has he um, been ahead 26 and 0? Do we know? Well, 26 is such an <laughs> oblong number because it's so hard to get to 26. Okay, I don't know the stuff. I just... But, the, I mean, the, the stats people definitely probably have that, though, as well. Okay. What do you think Tom Brady's having for Christmas dinner? Sweet potato fries, quinoa. Quinoa for sure. Uh-huh. Do you think he's going to have a sip of champagne? Uh, I don't know. Are you? Uh, no, I don't drink champagne. Really? Why not? Uh, I mean, I, I don't not drink it, but I don't. It's not like I'd be like, ooh, let's order some champs, as my friends say. <sighs> it's so funny. Red wine, baby. Just, that's just, it. Just red wine. Red wine. That's all I want. I went to a dinner thing the other week and. Uh, at a new restaurant that I will uh, reserve the uh, saying the name of only because we got to get them on the radio if they're oh, not already. Okay, uh, but had some red wine with my meal. Mm-hmm. Didn't do it for you. It just love it more for me. Like, why would you drink something that makes your mouth so thirsty? Interesting. Um, it doesn't. It just makes my mouth thirsty for more red wine. <laughs> Maybe that's the stick. <laughs> Carol and Jacob doesn't know sports in studio with us here on ESPN Radio. Uh, all right, what else you got? All right, let's talk a little bit about the World Cup. Okay. What an amazing final game. I did not watch it, but I did hear about it. <laughs> I did not watch it. Um, Messi and Mape. Is that how you pronounce the other guys? Mbappe. Mape. Mbappe. 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 Like Mbappe. There you go. Mbappe. <laughs> um, with the shootout. Amazing. Yeah. A couple things. Um, at the end, at the, the when they presented them with the trophy, which, by the way, looked like a Ferrero Rocher on top of an ice cream cone wrapped in tinfoil. Oil. I don't even know what that is. Like the round uh, Ferrero Rocher candies, chocolates you get at, at the holidays? No idea. Anyway, it we looks only like it's... We jelly beans when I was a kid. It's, oh, you poor thing. It looks like it's wrapped in like gold foil. It's very strange okay. looking and small. The World Cup should be bigger. That's my opinion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, apparently uh, Messi was given a cloak, a black cloak to wear at the end when they were presented with everything. And it's given in this community, in Qatar, to, you know, political figures, tribal leaders, patriarchs. It's kind of a big deal. Okay. But I guess a lot of Western journalists were going off on how bad it looked and how he covered his jersey and all of these things. Um, And so I didn't know if you saw that and what your take was as a Western journalist. If you knew what it was, too. I can't believe we've gotten to this point of talking about the World Cup without the actual, the one journalist craziness. The one that died? Grant Wall I know. was the lead. So sad. And I just think that, I don't know, it seems crazy that we sort of reconciled it to just being a... a An fork. aneurysm or... Yeah. Um, I don't. I how, does, how does the dude who's like the biggest progressive writer... I mean, first of all, he's the number one soccer writer in the world. Second of all, the, all the stories he was covering from... Cutter were all about human rights and exploitation and all this stuff. And he gets like denied to go into a stadium because he's wearing a LBGD. LBG, yeah. I mean, he's wearing like a gay pride shirt. Basically, his brother 
is gay, mm-hmm. so he's like uh, representing for his brother, and then he just dies, and it's just like a coincidence. What? I, well, I would have talked about this last week, but you preempted <laughs> me, so I would love to talk about it. I 100% think he was killed, and I think something shady went on. Now, they did yeah. bring his body back here, and his brother did say, I believe he died of an aneurysm or whatever they say. However, what how much oil money his brother got? How to much say oil that. money did his brother get to say that? Yeah. I do not believe. He died of natural causes. Yeah. I'll say it here. Yeah. And yeah. Agreed. Yeah. He was probably poisoned. Probably. I don't know. We're speculating now, but uh, it's definitely weird. It's definitely not good. No. So, I mean, yeah, let's talk about it. We did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's the other question? I was just talking about this cloak that people were. Western reporters were complaining that Messi had put on, mm. that he was given. And What's controversial about it again? Nothing. Oh. There's nothing controversial about okay. it except people were writing and complaining like that he had to cover up his jersey and this, that, and the other, and they were kind of dissing it. Hmm. Where when you win the Masters, you get a green yeah, yeah. jacket huh. covering up your polo or whatever. Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? Well, people will find ways to complain about everything, I this guess. This is true. This is true. Also, Messi had planned to retire after this World Cup and then there were rumors that he's not going to retire and if Mm. he is listening I would say please don't pull a Tom Brady go out on top well the thing is that uh, with these soccer players because it's such a global sport you can just go you can go play in a different league and you'll be such a spectacle even if you're not the best player anymore true for so much money like a hundred million dollars a year type money yeah that's tough that's tough you know and a lot of these guys because America's not the, I mean, the MLS is not the best league in the world. No. You can come to the MLS. You're not going to get that $100 million, but you can come make $20 million. Yeah. To play in a league where even though you're playing, you are past your prime, the league is so much lower than the level you're used to play at, you right. can still just kill it. Right. Well, so if you want to come be a spectacle in America, I don't know. Yeah. I. All right. I mean, he could do that or he could just chill. I mean, I think he's fine. Oh, for sure. I mean, like why? Yes, Lionel Messi's fine. He's probably made. I don't know. Let's look this up. Yeah, yeah. He's he's made over six hundred million dollars yeah, playing just soccer. Relax. Kick your feet up. <laughs> Have some. I don't know if he has kids. Like, have you seen the the uh, the videos of the cities in Argentina? Yes, oh so cute. Gosh. It's something. It's I a love it. Crazy. That party. made me. It made me very. It made me smile. I yeah. liked it. All right, check it out on Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. What else? Do you remember back when Aaron Judge hit his 60-second home run and he offered $3 million to the guy who caught it? I don't know if you remember this story. I do, kind of, yeah. The guy who caught it um, s- sold the ball. Okay. Guess how much? How much? Just guess. Uh, $10 million. No, $1.5 million. For less. For less. Bought he it for three, why? why? Well, he didn't buy it, he oh, caught it. Caught it. Aaron Judge offered to oh, buy it yeah, okay. for $3 million, And he said no. And he said no, Whoa. and he sold it for one point five. I believe if you go back to some vintage Chick Who Does No Sports, I <laughs> called that this was going to happen. Check it out on the Nuanas Now podcast. I don't know which date, but just listen to them all. Yeah, everyone. Um... Yeah, so, I mean, listen, 1.5 isn't bad for catching a baseball. Like, it's free money. Yeah. But 3 million is a lot better. For sure. So. Man. What a ding dong. I could live for the rest of my life on $1.5 million. Plus, it would have been nice for him to sell that back to Aaron Judge for 3 million because Aaron Judge, it's his ball. I mean, I would have given it to him. Mm -hmm. I've been like, here you go. Just giving it right back. Yeah. For no money. 
Yeah. You're crazy. That's the nice thing to do. It's just a ball. It's a 60 second. Home. I mean, it was a historic. For sure. Now, listen, here's the, I will say, I would have given it back thinking Aaron Judge would probably give me money in the end. <laughs> so right. maybe it wasn't totally to be nice, yeah. but that would have been my process. Well, uh, either way, that guy is lucky to have caught it and a bad negotiator all the way around. Yeah. I mean, just whatever. Disaster. <laughs> Okay, uh, ESPN Radio, what else you got? I just want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Yeah. Please be safe. Please what, be good do, to your... Do you your... guys have any great holiday traditions? <gasps> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so when I was growing up, my family, there were, I forgot, I don't know. There was my cousins and my aunts and uncles and grandparents. And on Christmas Eve, we would celebrate the traditions of a different country. Mm. So how'd you find these out? Encyclopedia? Probably we had to go to the library. I'm <laughs> sure. Like my, my aunt would have pieces of paper printed out of what, Wow. so we would let's, so the first year was France. I was so excited because we yeah. got croissants and French fries, no French fries, Sheesh. <laughs> but, and then we would like tell, explain what, how that country celebrated Christmas, like at dinner, we would mm-hmm, discuss it. Mm-hmm. So I brought it up to my family, like, because it's just the four of us. Why don't we do this? And Nick said, yes, let's do Chinese food and get Panda Express. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but we'll make our own Chinese food. So I think this year we're going to kick off this nice. this um, tradition with China. Nice. And Very good. So that's ours. What about you? Uh, we're going 50-50. We have a family decision that we like turkey enough to have it a little bit. Right, which you did at Thanksgiving. But not a lot. Right. So you get the little turkey get and the little, little prime rib. Okay. And then, so you're doing that again. Yeah, doing that again. Do you guys do Christmas Eve and Christmas together? or what do you Well, do? so uh, we, my brother has two children, and uh, they've never lived in the same town as me and my mom. And so they've never actually, we've always been at their house staying with them or them at our house staying with us or one of our houses or whatever. And uh, so they never actually got to have the Christmas morning thing just without us. Right. So we're letting them have the Christmas morning thing without us. Oh, so magical. Uh, How old are they now? Six and three. Oh my gosh. It's just going to be the best. (laughs) I miss that so much. Uh, Yeah. So the, uh, yeah. And uh, I'm going to have no Christmas morning with anybody. And that is going to be, no, it's so great. I've been looking forward to it for 36 years. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Just, you know, get up, lounge around, start cooking my food. Food, okay. Drink with nobody watching. Yeah, no judgments. <laughs> My You kids, know, because like, when you wake up on Christmas morning and then you go make a drink at 10 a.m. and mom's like... Drinking already? Really? Yeah. Or then it's like, you can be like, mm, this is my first beer at 3 you, p.m. If and you, it's not. If you make a mimosa, <laughs> it just looks like orange juice. Yeah. We, my boys are probably going to sleep till like 11. Mm. And Dan and I are going to be sitting up waiting, wishing they'd wake up. Yep. And... You guys um, are nice parents. Why don't you just go wake them up? I don't know. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> and we, they, since they're 15 and 13, they just, the presents they want are just big presents. And that's the whole budget. Right. So just one thing. It's like Here one thing. Yeah. And then some pajama pants from Old Navy. <laughs> Actually, I did go to Buff City Soap and get them some nice. soaps. Because they both have girlfriends now. So they oh, need to step up their game. Yeah. So I got them uh, some Ferocious Beast. Nice. And Kraken. Mm. And so, and then I got myself uh, the coconut shea butter, which is delightful. Might I also suggest the Commando beard oil? I know your boys don't have I got beard that oil, for Dan. 
very good. Yes. Spoiler alert. Sorry, Dan. He doesn't listen. <laughs> Classic. I've asked him to, and he's like, I hear you talk all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, why would I tune in? You do this segment every day. He's at not home. amused by me at all. <laughs> it's too bad. I know. I mean, sometimes I get a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of being married for two decades, yep, people. Pretty much. It's okay. Uh, well, it's good. Right. Uh, Buff City Soap, great place for Christmas gifts. I'm actually going to get some Christmas gifts over there myself. Yes, they're dying and, to meet you. Uh, I know. I can't wait. And uh, the Commando Beard Oil is definitely a good one. Got a lot of compliments on. Uh, and the smell and the, oh, you know, the voluminous nature the volumi- of the Yes, beard. your beard is luscious. Yeah, yeah. Um, Buff City Soap is in the Northgate Plaza on North Reserve. And if you follow them on Instagram, Buff City Soap Missoula, they're doing a 25 Days of Christmas specials. Whoa. So every day they have a new special. And um, so check them out. Nice. Thanks to Buff City Soap for their continued sponsorship of uh, the Chicka Doesn't Know Sports. And I wish everyone except Tom Brady a very happy holiday season. (laughs) Poor Tom. He's divorced. He's he's playing like trash, giving up 17-point leads. Yeah. Still. Uh, Okay. I wish everyone but Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers a happy holiday season. You don't even know that your boyfriend won last night on Monday Night Football. Who? Aaron Rodgers. He's not my boyfriend. Your favorite I don't, player. You call everyone I dislike my boyfriend. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. Um, he won? They won. Oh, great. Here's what's going to be really annoying and nauseating. When Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have just been trash all year, and then they figure out a way to just limp their teams into the playoffs. And, and it's going to happen. Really? You think so? I, I mean, the Packers have to win on on against Miami this weekend. And if they do, though, then they'll be able to figure out a way, I think, to backdoor in the playoffs. The Bucks are in the worst division in the whole world. I mean, the NFC South is awful. The Bucks have been terrible this year, and they're still in first place. Wow. Okay. Well, great. It's rigged. Definitely. The fix is in. That's it. That's not it. You heard it true. here first. <laughs> Chicken doesn't know sports. The last one for 2022. Carolyn, you're going to have several weeks to come up with some stuff. So uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on the other side in the new year. Thanks for being here. Thanks for everything, Coulter. Merry Christmas. Merry New Year. And uh, Happy New Year. And uh, we will be back in just a minute. Keep it right here. It's Noana's Now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. Same for you? Money's always in the way? <laughs> Not so. Welcome back. Dewan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, here on your Tuesday, second to last day of the calendar year for us here at Nuana's Now. Rajim Seabrook will be riding shotgun with me tomorrow to wrap up the year. Uh, it's been a great year, and uh, appreciate all of you for tuning in. Any and every time that you do. the uh, As you heard there in the Sports Center, the uh, Grizz and Bobcat men's basketball teams have some huge games uh, tonight. It's very rare that you see... Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. It, it, it would be incredibly rare 
if uh, these teams were coming to Montana. It's actually not that rare that they're playing them now, but it is a little bit atypical because usually the big-time non-conference games and men's hoops that are the money games are like right at the beginning or right around Thanksgiving. So to have it be like the, the games right before conference play, that part's a little bit different. Uh, either way, Montana plays at Gonzaga tonight. Montana State plays at uh, Arizona tonight. So um, should be uh, fun to watch. Don't know what sort of fighting chance either of the Montana schools have, but it's always fun when they get to go against the big dogs. That will wrap up, though, the, uh, the non-conference for... Um, both the Montana men's and uh, Montana and Montana State men's basketball teams. The um, Lady Grizz still have one non-conference game left. That's tomorrow evening at Gonzaga. So Gonzaga hosting the Grizz and Lady Grizz tonight and tomorrow. Montana State women, they got their, their final non-conference game against Cal Poly canceled. And uh, then... Um, so that's it. I mean, there's just the Gonzaga game tomorrow for the Lady Grizz, and then all four of the Division One teams in Montana will – it'll be a wrap. Grizz men open conference play at home against Eastern Washington on January 29th. That's a Thursday. And we got a pair of tickets for you. So call us right now, 406-888-1029. Call number two. We got a pair of tickets for you to Eastern Washington at Montana to open up Big Sky Conference play on Thursday, January 29th. Call right now, 406-888-1029. Call number two. Got a pair of tickets for you to the home opener for Big Sky Conference play for the Montana men's basketball team. Since the last time we talked Big Sky Hoops, which was a, a week ago, here's what's gone down. Montana... One at Prairie View A&M, so that's uh, the Montana men's team's third win in a row. And they scored 80-plus points for the third time in a row. They only scored 80-plus four times all year last year. So, uh, progress, certainly. Josh Bannon playing at a high level. Brandon Whitney playing at a high level. I think that their roster reconstruction certainly was uh, a welcome change, and it seems at least so far that it was a good one. So, Montana... Uh, Three-game winning streak going to this one against Gonzaga tonight. And uh, they're above 500 in non-conference play. They're 7-5 overall, the Grizz men are. The Bobcat men are also 7-5. They almost won by 100 over the weekend. <laughs> not not the uh, greatest of opponent. Northwest Indian College played in Bozeman. Cats scored 144 points and uh, won by a million. It, it was... It, Non-competitive. We don't really even cover those games anymore, but uh, that was Montana State's fourth win in a row. They, they have some other good wins in there, though. I mean, they win at Southern Utah was a good one uh, a couple weeks ago. So Bobcat men uh, playing better as of late as well. And that, like I said earlier, they are at number five, Arizona. The Montana State women are in Hawaii right now. That probably sounds nice, <laughs> given the uh, state of affairs for the weather here in Montana. Uh, not sure how long they're going to stay over there on the Big Island. They did have their last non-conference game against Cal Poly canceled, but they played two games down there in Maui uh, at the Maui Invitational, and uh, MSU played number 11 LSU. Not very close. They got blown out 91-52, but then they bounced back and they drilled Nevada of the Mountain West 
64-43. So um, Montana State's women, they are also 7-5 and five and have been good this non-conference. They got wins over several different Mountain West schools. Um, beat BYU earlier. Um, also won at San Jose State. So the MSU women live it up to, at least so far, their preseason uh, number one ranking coming into the Big Sky Conference. And then on Sunday, the Lady Grizz played their final non-conference home game, and they drilled Montana Tech. It was back and forth in the first quarter. Lady Grizz actually were only up one after the first quarter, but then they ran away with it and uh, won by 25-plus. So uh, good win for Brian Holzinger's squad. It seems like some of his younger gals on the team are uh, certainly playing better, settling in uh, to college hoops. So it's it's a wrap for MSU women for non-conference. And then one game each for the Montana men and women and one game for Montana State. Montana State at Arizona tonight. Montana at Gonzaga tonight. Lady Grizz at Gonzaga tomorrow night. The next time they'll be back on the court following these next two days will be after the Christmas holiday leading up to the New Year's holiday. How about a New Year's Eve uh, matinee? The Grizz host Idaho on Saturday, New Year's Eve day. That sounds like a fun little outing for you and the family. We got a four-pack of tickets to that New Year's Eve contest against Idaho. 2 p.m. tip from Dahlberg Arena. Call us right now. Caller number two. We got a four-pack. Grizz versus Idaho. The second Big Sky Conference game for the Grizz men's basketball team. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number three. Call us right now if you want to go watch Idaho at Montana, 2 p.m. on New Year's Eve day. You listen to Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. A few more thoughts about National Signing Day and the transfer portal to close out your Tuesday. That's next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Welcome back. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Appreciate you for following along here on your Tuesday Second to last day of the year here for us at Nuanas Now. We'll have a show tomorrow to recap 2022, and then we're out until January 3rd. Got to take uh, <laughs> all my remaining vacation for the year, and uh, seems to always happen this way, but uh, don't mind it one bit. You know, there is a lot of stuff going on in the sports world, but we don't cover FBS football at that high of a level around here, and uh also, there's bowl games on all the time, so we'll have as many of those on for you on the ESPN radio as we can. We also got uh, crack and hockey and plenty of stuff for you to listen to while I'm gone. And uh, then we'll be back 
revitalized and ready to roll uh, into a new year and uh, should be fun. And uh, looking forward to some time off and looking forward to getting back on uh, in 2023. So uh, couldn't do it without all of you. Thanks so much for always hanging out with us. If you missed anything in today's show, we talked some NCAA transfer portal, which we're about to talk some more about. We also talked about uh, Iverson Young, the new commitment to the University of Montana, running back from Texas. We had our Treasure State Stars, some of the best individual performances from across the state of Montana. Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports, swung by. We also talked some college hoops, all of it, on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Tomorrow, Rajim Seabrook going to swing by, ride shotgun with me. So looking forward to that, and this conversation will probably carry into that. But here's my my final thought on the NCAA transfer portal. I think there's pros and cons as we went over it uh, to, for both sides, for the players' side of it and for the coaches slash institutions' side of it. I think there's pros and cons. If you want to believe this overarching and omnipresent narrative that the transfer portal is evil and that it's catering to the what have you done for me lately instant gratification society, then if you want to believe that, and I do believe that a great deal of people do buy into that, then I think that you have to realize a a couple things. First of all, the vast majority of kids that enter the NCAA transfer portal that are looking for greener pastures do not find them. Okay? So that's one thing you got to understand. But also, I think that if you, as a football program, if you have cultivated a welcoming, healthy environment in which education and the nurturing of young people is of paramount importance... Your team culture is to play for something that's bigger than yourself. You're empowering the student athlete by letting them be an individual in however form that, whatever that might mean. You're prioritizing the education part of this. And you're mustering some modicum of success. And if you don't have any modicum of success in terms of tangible wins and losses, there's other measures of success and you're achieving success for both the individual and the organization, then I think that the vast majority of those programs are not going to lose a lot of kids. And so when a guy like Bobby Houck says, frankly, if a guy wants to transfer from our program, we don't care. Good riddance. See you later. Uh, I, I do think that actually has some validity because if you're... Again, the Grizz are a bad example because I do think that there's several valid reasons why guys would want to leave Montana at this exact moment. You're not going to find better fans. You're not going to find better facilities, at least in terms of pure FCS programs. But you might find better opportunity as an offensive skill guy, for example. So maybe that's a bad example. But the, the premise, though, is if the if the environment is educational, nurturing, and welcoming – and the student-athlete experience is put on a high priority, and then you still have kids leaving, then it's not an issue of the program. It's an issue of the individual. And I think that's where I fall is that, again, if you have an environment like that, 
you're not going to have a lot of kids that want to leave. I mean, Montana State football is a great example of this because Jeff Choate was a very charismatic and dynamic leader, and then he walks away to take a, a job at Texas. And ironically, the Bobcats had way less roster overturn than they did in most of the previous offseasons leading up to Choate's departure. I also think you see it you know, at Montana. I mean, for as much scuttle, as much pressure, and as much uh, hoopla as there always is about Grizz football, you don't see these crazy mass exodus from the Grizz because I do think that most of the kids really do appreciate the structure, the expectation, the demand, the uh, the coaching, the all of these different factors. And so I do think sometimes maybe we're, we're screaming and yelling and, and uh, bemoaning stuff that isn't nearly as quote-unquote serious as we think. I guess that's where I'm at is that, again, most of the players that enter the portal do not find greener pastures. And uh, it, for as much as it's been made out to be a frenzy, it's really not a frenzy that much at all, especially when it comes to the programs that are doing it right. Tomorrow is the opening of the uh, early signing period. The, the And this is for all sports. I'm hitting up a signing day event down at Missoula Sentinel. They have a whole bunch of athletes. They're going to a, the college level. We'll have a roundup of athletes from around Missoula and around Montana that are headed uh, to the college level. Then the afternoon's going to be really tight tomorrow, but we'll figure out a way to get it done. The uh, the Grizz have a signing day press conference at 2. They are expected to sign 10, and uh, of course there will always be a few surprises, so we'll see. But they have a signing thing at 2, and then uh, the Bobcats have one at 3, so I'm going to be running back and forth and getting all that together. We'll probably only have stuff for you in terms of content out of that. On SkylineSportsMT.com, don't know if we'll be able to turn it around quickly enough for um, the radio show. But either way, we'll have a, a full list of everybody. Montana State football, they are expected to sign 25. So they have a ton of of commits. And uh, always interesting to see sort of the, uh, the dichotomy and the ebbs and flows of the recruiting battle in-state, out-of-state, between the two state powers. So we'll have all sorts of National Signing Day stuff. But anybody and everybody that is signing or that knows somebody that's signing, regardless of what the future may hold, it's a huge day for you, for your family, and for the furthering of, first and foremost, your education, but also an opportunity that a lot of people get. So congratulations to all the athletes out there that are getting that. And we will give you as much analysis as we can in terms of the players and subjects that sign across Montana tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. To Nuanas now, one day left. We'll celebrate the new year with you tomorrow at 4 p.m. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful evening and be good. This is Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delands of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? 
Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406 640 4444 or by visiting online 24 7 montanaadvocates.com.